Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Buzzheads. Welcome to the 70s Buzz Podcast. I'm Curtis Tucker. And I'm Todd Wheeler, bringing you our memories, or lack thereof, of growing up in the 70s. We are not a history podcast. We just want you guys to know that. Sometimes we get things wrong, and if you listen to us long enough, you're going to be screaming at your device trying to give us the right answers. Listen up as we recount growing up in the Midwest and our unique experience. Go to 70sbuzz.com for more info and leave us your thoughts. Let us know if you guys have any show ideas, if you'd like us to uh, get you on as an advertiser. And don't forget, please leave us reviews on your favorite podcasting apps. clock thing oh <laughs> now i can't do it i'm smiling <laughs> it's hard to oh i just spit everywhere i gleeked everywhere sorry folks if i got you wet hey mr wheeler what's up mr. you ready to monkey around this evening monkey around? what do you mean well, we're around? gonna monkey around on tonight's episode hey, there's no monkeying around on this podcast for everybody right? out there hey everybody welcome back to the 70s buzz hey guys what are you doing podcast where is everybody? What's everybody up to? Yeah, uh, thanks for um, uh, listening out there. Our our listening our lead our listenership yeah increases. It continues to increase. Yes, it's 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 like it's like a big snowball. You know what I think's happening? What I think what happens because I know I do this on podcasts is you listen to one episode of a podcast and you kind of like it. Yeah, and so then you go back and listen to all the. Other one, you know, yeah. and so I, so hopefully, hopefully, if you're listening, you've gone back and listened to all the other ones, or or are in the process, and uh, we greatly appreciate that. Please, please leave us a review and comments on iTunes. That's the only way that we get higher in the rankings and get more people to listen to us. Yeah, because there's some good stuff back there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, some good stuff. I might have to go back and even listen. To, we might, we might have to go through some of the old, old ones yeah. and like delete them and redo them or something. Because there's got to be some bad ones way back, way back when. Bad like how? Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to them. There's no, t- <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's bad. If you don't even listen to your own podcast, how you expect everybody else to? Nah, I don't know. I listen to the newer ones sometimes. So, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, we could um, actually play a part of the, the old podcast if you wanted to. Yeah. On here. 
I mean, yeah. I could. Oh yeah, I could pull it up. And I don't know. We'll have to go through the old ones. And I was talking to somebody today, and they're like, uh, they're they're talking about a podcast that they watch, and I guess there's listen, huh? Listen to. They what, don't watch. What, what I say. Well, you can. Well, I guess not. Uh, but fact checking. Oh is, yeah. Is that a thing now where people are they're doing the uh, they do the whole episode, <laughs> and at the end of the episode, oh, they yeah. have, have somebody fact check. I'm like, huh, I wonder if we should be. Nah. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's no fact checking on this show. But yeah, I I listened to one and I can't remember which one it was that they actually did that at the end of the episode. They would say, oh. We we are correcting this, but then I listen to a crime podcast now, and they're like, you know, we're not professionals. We get this stuff off the internet. Everything not, might not be hundred percent correct, and so they <laughs> they just go with it. So you mean everything on the internet's not true? Well, you know what Abraham Lincoln said: Don't believe everything on the internet. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. So I thought that was uh, Benjamin Franklin. Oh, yeah, one of the two. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I guess we better hop into this episode. Let's, uh, you gonna let everybody know what we're talking about tonight? Well, here we come. Here we come, Curtis. Where are we, where are we coming from? We're walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. We're just gonna monkey around tonight. Todd's too busy singing to put anybody down. Tonight? Is going to be the earworm episode, I hope. <laughs> Hopefully you guys will be singing this song all night long. All day tomorrow. You're be, you'll be in the office. You'll be sitting at your cubicle doing something on your uh, your little uh, computer there. And you'll be, be bopping your head. And your boss walks by. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, I mean, I listened to this great podcast last night. You should check it out. Yeah, because your boss is probably from the 60s or 70s. Yeah. So, uh, and... and the, Probably the, the reason we're doing this episode now yes. is, uh, unfortunately, we did just lose uh, Peter Tork at, I believe, age 77. Um, they haven't really come out with the exact cause of death, but probably cancer related to some cancer, rare cancer he had for the past uh, long time. So anyway, um, we've lost our second monkey, and so we thought, well, it'd be a good time to do a monkeys episode, even though I know some of you are <laughs> kind of looking at your... Your podcasting okay. device, and you're kind of like, hey, hey, the monkeys weren't really in the 70s. They were more in the 60s. But, but, but we're going to tell you and relate why we think they are part of the 70s, and why would we even be talking about anything in the 70s, Mr. Wheeler? Because it was the, the greatest, greatest decade known to man! Oof, everybody at Callahan's is like, what the hell? What are those guys doing <laughs> over there? So Now, now you know, they did... They did air it in the 70s. Well, yeah, and, that, and that's exactly why we're doing it, because even though they were all, all of the episodes were filmed in the 60s, um, the series actually ran from 19, only 1966 to 1968. Yeah, two short years. Um, how did they get 58 episodes in two years? I was wondering that. They, they must have just cranked them out. I mean, two, well, 52 weeks in a... Well, that'd be about right. Two years. So they didn't, yeah, so I guess they didn't really have seasons. Yeah, back in the day, it was almost, I guess that would have been almost year-round. Yeah, well, it was it was 58, 58 episodes. 58 episodes. 58 episodes, that'd be, uh, what's 58 divided by two? 29 and a half, 
say 30. So they did 30 episodes a year. That's not that big a deal. And it was just half-hour shows. Well, but today in today's, you know, they do four episodes, and then they say, okay, we're taking a break for yeah. half-season. and Mid- we'll Mid-season Mid-season, break. we'll do two more, and then we'll call it a wrap. Yeah, and that aggravates the crap out of me. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So so anyway, so, so the monkeys television show ran from 66 to 68 but they continued to tour in one way or another all the way to 1971 so as a band as a musical touring band uh, they did uh, touch the 70s and then like you said we as kids grew up with the monkeys in the 70s yeah we're watching them I don't remember this uh, until I was researching but apparently we watched them on Saturday morning yeah (laughs) Excuse me. I was going to say, okay, here, here's the reason why. CBS carried repeats of the series on its Saturday morning schedule between uh, September 13th, 1969 to September 2nd, 1972. And then after that, ABC carried it Saturday morning from September 9th, 1972 to September 1st, 1973. So basically, we were watching reruns of the Monkees on Saturday mornings all the way up until almost the end of 1973. Yeah. And so that's why. Uh, now, and that's funny because when I was thinking back, you know, I think back to Gilligan's Island, yep. uh, some of those shows. I can actually remember episodes. I don't really remember an exact episode of The Monkees. I mean, I remember all the craziness and, and some of the things that they did, but I don't really remember. They all kind of blurred blurred into one another they were, they were just been doing goofy stuff well that yeah they were so weird <laughs> it was pretty weird and i i don't think i realized uh, in the early 70s that they were repeats yeah see and that's that's the thing is unless it was black and white <laughs> like the old beverly hillbillies <laughs> yeah. or or old lucille those i knew probably were reruns but yeah like the monkeys and and the gilligan's island and brady bunch we didn't know a lot of times those were reruns. Yeah. To us, those were like... It was new to us. Those were brand new shows. My God. My yeah, God. so so that was the one thing about The Monkees is I don't... It wasn't one of those series where we watched... it. I mean, Gilligan's Island, I kid you not, what, we've probably seen every episode of Gilligan's oh, yeah. Island Absolutely. four or five times, so you, you start to remember those after a while. The Monkees, I bet I only saw every episode maybe once, maybe twice. Yeah, I but, guess. But the songs are what I think what I remember more than the shows is is especially the opening the, which we just played the uh, the the monkey mobile that uh-huh. was cool the monkey now I'm going to tell you so and so a lot of what we're going to talk about tonight is a lot of trivia and and what we remember about the monkeys did did you find any research on how they came up with the name the monkeys yeah yeah uh, no I know I I saw why they misspelled it on purpose but not why yeah so so basically what the premise in the in the beginning of the show was it was going to be a an unsuccessful band taking off on the success of the Beatles right and so and so what I found was the Monkees were an American pop rock pop band. Um, they were formed in L.A. in 1965 specifically because somebody had decided to do a television series called The Monkees. And um, Elvis Presley, in a movie called Loving You oh, yeah. in 1957, he was his character's name was Deke. And in the movie, he says to he's basically a singer and he's got really controlling managers. 
And so one of the lines in a moment of rebellion, Elvis says, that's what you're selling, isn't it? A monkey in a zoo. And so that's where the name monkey came from because they're kind of rebellious goofballs. And then because of the same reason the Beatles was misspelled, they decided to misspell the monkeys since that's kind of what they were. And they were kind of like a, they weren't, they were kind of like an homage to the Beatles. They were, they didn't want to, they weren't trying to be the Beatles. It's almost like they were making fun of the whole. But they were actually friends with the Beatles. Yeah. And I, and I think they became more successful music-wise than what anybody thought. I think they thought oh, yeah. it was going to be a silly show about a band not being able to make it when all of a sudden the band actually made it, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah, they, they sold a lot of albums. Yeah, and, and, and then, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of controversy, especially today, about getting them in the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because they did not play instruments on i believe their first album right maybe a couple of them played a little bit of guitar but um but they were all musicians they were all yeah they they could all but they just didn't because that wasn't what they were really actors actors to be on the show not to actually be a band but and for fortunately they became a band that um in 1967 they outsold the beatles and the Rolling Stones. And, uh, <clears throat> that's what Mike Nesmith said. He also says later in an interview that he just said he just made that up. Well, you have to do is look at the numbers. I don't. I <laughs> haven't looked at the numbers. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that, and I saw further that that he was like, yeah, I just made that up. You know? Oh, I didn't see that he had be, even said it. I just saw it as a fact that. Yeah, it'd be pretty hard to beat to outsell the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. I don't know. If, well, in 1967, I mean. Neither one of them may have had a really big album out that year. Oh man, here it comes! Here comes the, here comes the emails. <laughs> well, no, I mean the Beatles might have had a huge album out in '66 or '68, and maybe '67 yeah. was one of those years. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you guys can fact check that because we're not gonna. <laughs> That's like saying we're uh, we're ranked number three in uh, in comedy podcasts in Zimbabwe. It, <laughs> no, it, uh, British Virgin Islands. Yeah, exactly. But we are. We that's, are. That's fact. Yeah. So you can, you know, you can look, depends how you skew things and how you look at things. But yeah. 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 Which was your favorite Beatle? You know, um, everybody's got a favorite one. Well, I, it was Peter. Yeah, I kind of like. I mean, because I I look like Peter. <laughs> I mean, when I was <laughs> yeah. when I was in 1973, I could have been a. I hate to say this because mm-hmm. you guys are going to make fun of me, but I could have been a little Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, my hair, i literally, my hair, yeah, I've yeah. got pictures from, yeah. the Farrah poster. what, fourth, four, yeah, fourth, yeah. fifth, sixth grade where my hair looked exactly like his, and uh, I was a skinny white kid, and um, now I like the other guys, but I think Peter was kind of like, I was like, well, if I was in the band, I would be Peter. So yeah. what about you? I'll probably I, I agree I, I did like Peter but I was probably a Mickey guy because he's kind of crazy. Uh, Mike was kind of serious, you know. Yeah, Mike. Mike. Yeah, he he always kind of tended to be the more. Yeah. Kind of the straight. What do you uh, kind of the straight guy? Even yeah. though he was pretty pretty silly. What I did notice was going back and looking at some old episodes was Mickey's hair. In some episodes, is straight. In some episodes, it's kind of wacky curly. Which oh, really? I hadn't really thought of before. We always had that dang hat on. No, um, um, who? Why, why? Mike had the hat on. Oh, who are you talking about? I'm sorry. Mickey. Oh, Mickey. Mickey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And talking about the hat, do you know why Mike had the hat on? Um, 
he was going to audition and it was to keep his hair from blowing around exactly he i think he went to audition in, on a motorcycle yeah and he didn't want his hair to be askew <laughs> and and so he wore the hat they the wool cap they thought that that distinguished him from the other actors so they actually when they first started the show they nicknamed him i think wool hat wool hat yeah and he he, he didn't did, like he it. didn't like it He's like no i'm not having that but uh, I guess he liked it well enough that he kept wearing the hat. That was kind of his thing. You know? Yeah. And that, that's the thing. So for all you people out there, you go, you kind of need a thing. You need a hook, yeah. You, you got to have a hook. And his his was the hat. And yeah. then Davies was the accent. And, and short and cute. And all the girls loved him. Yeah. He was actually on the Brady Bunch, remember? I do remember the yeah, episode where he was, was on the Brady Bunch. That was big time. That was big time. Now, yeah, Davy yeah. Jones was a big name before the Monkees. You know, he was, he was already signed with uh, Screen Gems, I think, and some of those other, you know, doing other stuff. So, so see, he was British. Uh, yeah. So what was he doing over here? I think he had done some stuff over there, and I, who knows? He was just but, so – he'd gotten signed over here. I don't know. So they – he was uh, – there was a point in time where they were worried about him being drafted. Yeah, see, I, I'm quite I, a, I'm, I guess I assumed it was for the American Army. Maybe it was the British Army. Well, no, because I saw something about the American Army as well. So maybe when he came over here, he may have gotten his U.S. citizenship oh. or something. I don't know. That's something maybe we should have um, uh, looked into, and we didn't. <laughs> so, I, but yeah, so there, so so literally, there. I've got it around here somewhere. There was one point where he was afraid of being drafted. Uh, so after the first season ended, he disappeared from the public eye for several weeks, and that's when those weird rumors circulated that uh, about his health and there might be something wrong with him. What he was doing was, and I don't know if this is true or not, but according to the Internet, he was fasting for three weeks so he would be so weak and out of shape that he would fail his physical for uh. the draft, and it worked. <laughs> I read that the reason he wasn't drafted because he was the sole provider for the family, hmm. and that's why. Oh, well, that shows could be true. We, shows what we know. He was a skinny sole provider. <laughs> he sang good. Just let him sing. Yeah. 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 Speaking of singing. We're going to take you guys back down memory lane. This is one of the more popular songs. It's interesting how much uh, they actually let Mickey sing the songs. Quite a bit, yeah. They all had uh, their turns. Yeah. And and Davey was actually a drummer. <laughs> but he was too short. They was afraid he was going to get lost in the drum set back. Well, there. actually, they didn't have a drummer, and he he was he was the one, only one at the time willing to be the drummer. Yeah, and they said, uh, "No, you're a little too short." So that's how Mickey, who who at the time knew how to play guitar, ended up being the drummer. Yeah, not not really by choice, but and so on. I guess the first season, he kind of pretended. And then they taught him how to play the drums. Either after the first episode, maybe the pilot, and Mickey? then they Mickey, and then they actually taught him how to play drums. I think I think Peter taught him. Peter uh, showed him some stuff, and they, he got uh, he he got through the pilot. That's what it was. Yeah, and I, I think from oh, all reports, 
Yeah, I think Peter may have been the most talented uh-huh. musician, and then uh, Mike a quick um, yeah. second. Yeah, him and uh, Peter and uh, Stephen Stills were actually buddies. And that's how Peter got, uh, yeah. yeah. Stephen Stills went to try out for the monkeys, didn't get it. They thought he was a little too old looking. And he said, well, we ought to talk to my roommate, Peter Torque. And so... Were they roommates? I think so, yeah. Oh. And so Peter went down and he got the part. And I, guess, I don't have, I don't think I wrote that down, but like 400, well over 400 people. They did some wacky ad <coughs> asking for people to come audition and it made the ad was like really wild. You know, we need four crazy guys, blah, 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 hippie, blah, blah, blah. And they had like over 400. Paul Williams uh, Paul, auditioned. Yeah, Paul Williams. <laughs> I, he could have done a He could have done a monkey, but. Yeah. Yeah. I think it ended up a good, a good mix of who they had on there. And what else? Uh, oh, another reason that uh, we feel like it's part of the 70s. Um, where was that resurgence? It was in 76, I believe. Um, oh, it was probably a anniversary something or other? They had, oh, they released a Greatest Hits, I think. Well, where's that at? I know I just had it in front of me. Anyway, yeah, I think it was 1976. They released uh, the Greatest Hits of the Monkees, and so that caused a resurgence in the music, and then I think um, probably reshowing some of the episodes and stuff like that. Um yeah, Monkeys, uh, repeats of the television series of Monkeys on Saturday mornings and syndications of Monkeys' Greatest Hits charted in 1976. So it did ki- kind of cause a resurgence in the mid-'70s, and probably another reason why we think of the Monkeys as being part of our decade. Well, they were. They were. Um, you'd queuing up another song over there? Yeah. I was trying to remember all the different songs. You know, like everybody remembers Last Train to Clarksville and... and- Hey, isn't this Shrek? Yeah, that's Mickey singing. Yeah, I bet I bet millennials have no idea. Oh yeah, because this is from the Shrek. Yeah, they're all saying, "Oh, this is that Shrek song." <laughs> I don't think he's playing the drums. Probably not. Watch. <laughs> okay, and everybody uh, look. Yeah. No. Yeah, can you guys see that? <laughs> that was a good one. They had a lot of good songs. Yeah. Um, and they weren't, I don't, yeah, they, they were, they actually ended up being one of the most successful bands of the 60s. Sold over 75 million records worldwide, making them one of the biggest selling groups of the time with international hits, including Last Train to Kirksville, Pleasant Valley Sunday, Daydream Believer, and I Am a Believer. On top of Hey Hey, We're the Monkeys. Hey Hey, We're the Monkeys. One of my favorite songs People from the 70s. Well, from the 60s. So, uh, the uh, the monkey mobile, yeah, the monkey mobile. It uh, it uh, it was a 1966 GTO uh, Pontiac GTO <laughs> that uh, I always thought it was a Barris car, a, a George Barris car, the guy that did Batmobile and all that uh-huh. stuff. But it wasn't. He uh, he was friends with the guy. Uh, 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, Dean, uh, Dean, 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 Dean. What the heck was his name? Dean Jellybean. Dean Jellybean. No, not Dean Jellybean. Did you know there was three monkey mobiles? Two. There's a two. Three. Uh, three. I don't think so. Yep. Where? Where's the third one at? I don't know where it's at, but it says there, there were three. They all three had different size logos on the door. Uh, see, there was one that was the, there was one that was in the show, uh-huh. and then there was one that toured, that you know went around the country, but it was never on film. I don't think I don't know that there was a third one. It says there were three monkey mobiles. The first of which sported a real supercharger, which they got rid of right away, and a tan and interior and convertible top. It uh, lacked the logo in the first season, but it has since been added. The latter two had a fake supercharger and white interiors and convertible tops. All three had different size logos on the door. Yeah, huh? According to what I found, they, uh, they, uh, the one that. The one that toured wound up in, uh, or one of the ones, I guess, that toured, wound up in Australia. Are they all three still around, I wonder? Yeah. The, well, there's one, for sure. Uh, it wound up in Australia because they were touring down there, and then it got stuck down there. They you know, they left Australia, and then they just left it down there because uh, it was going to cost too much to ship it back. <clears throat> Excuse well, me. And back in the day, it probably wasn't that big. They probably didn't think it was going to be. Hugely valuable 50 years down the road. Yeah, they they were wrong. Um, So then it wound up, somehow it wound up in Puerto Rico. That's weird. And and it wound up in a government auction. Whoever had it, I guess, got in trouble with the Puerto Rican government, went to an auction. Somebody saw it, recognized it, knew what it was, bought it for $5,000, and then ships it back to America, uh, got restored, George Barris then was part of the restoration uh, because the Dean guy, I can't remember the Dean's last name. Anyway, um, I don't know, maybe he was gone or maybe he wouldn't, maybe he wasn't around then. But this was in 70, it was restored in 2007. And um, then it went to Barrett Jackson auction. And you can see the auction online. I watched it. It sold for three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. So had it had it been restored to what it looked like on the show? Uh, close. It was basically it was restored and kind of upgraded. The interior was redone. Um, it it's got like a, a new sound system, uh, flat screen TVs. The outside looks uh, looked pretty much the same. They went from a white top to no no now it has a white top. Uh, so as as far as I know, there's only one original of the one or the two or three or whatever it is, but there are some replicas out there. Uh, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and again, it was a 1966 Pontiac GTO, but the trunk had been removed to put in that third seat. <coughs> right. Uh, so. So it had a giant convertible top, which uh, is actually it'll actually go down, but most of the pictures you see, it's up. And they, they made they put a different windshield on it. It's heavily, heavily restored or uh, uh, customized. Front ends all changed. 
Uh, but yeah, the, the, the one that has a supercharger, it actually put weights in the back and it would pop a wheelie uh-uh. and, uh, it was too hard to drive. So they took the supercharger out pretty quick. Hmm? <laughs> it's, so it's a, it's a gold plated fake supercharger sitting there right now. So it's still pretty cool though. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> one thing ought to be tour, man. Maybe it is, maybe it tours. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool uh, to guy, have. In, guy in New York bought it. Um, and I think he, he sends it out and stuff, but yeah, there's a video of him. Uh, and he had he'd had it for at that time. Uh, see, he he bought it and I think it was went in the auction in two thousand nine. Wonder if there's a monkey museum. <coughs> Bet there is. Hmm. Guess I could have looked that up too. Yeah, probably dropped, on their website. You dropped the ball there. Yeah, yeah. There's a website. Uh, da, 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 da. oh the um, the dude that uh, made the. Two cars. I'm saying two cars because that's what I saw. After the uh, the show was canceled after its second season, uh, the studio said, "Hey, you want to buy your cars back for a thousand bucks a piece?" And he said, "No." <laughs> yeah, it's Cause funny because he, he thought he could make a different one, another one cheaper, and he just never did. Mm. So, but yeah, yeah. Somebody let us know if there was two or three, and how many exist. If you guys know or. Yeah. Dig, dig that information. Original, oh, shoot, excuse me. Original ones, not reprint. There's some. Uh, yeah, no. The the two or three that were from the mid '60s yeah. when the show was on. Yeah, so it's a little confusing. But uh, do you know why they uh, didn't get to do a third season? Uh, I'm sure you do. I think everybody was leaving the show. No, um, they were uh, okay to do a third season, but the boys wanted to go from a half hour show to an hour. Oh yeah, show. they wanted to do a. And, and showcase some new talent. And the studio's like, no, no. And they're like, yeah, that's what we want. And the studio said, okay, bye. <laughs> well, I, and I think, though, I think two of, two of them had left before even the end of the second season. I think they were dropping like flies. I think they had all – I think there was a lot of disagreements going on with Don Kirshner and oh, producers yeah. and each of the monkeys and people wanting their songs on the B-side of – Monkeys 45s and see, so, yeah, I hear Peter Torx. He's actually on the uh, keyboard. Now, those guys in their first season were making $450 <laughs> an episode. Which, yeah, what's in the 60s, uh, and then $750 an episode for the second season. Yeah. That's not really a lot. I mean, come on. Even if you convert that to today's dollars where these people are getting... Oh, a million dollars an episode? $750,000 an episode yeah. for, like, friends. And that was, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the kids on uh, Big Bang Theory, they get a million dollars an episode. That's craziness. Yeah. Just craziness. You know, I think Mickey probably sang about as much as, as Davey. Oh, I think he did. I think... I think... Um, I think Michael said that Mickey was the better singer out of yeah. all of them. And yeah, he had a better sound. or Yeah, and so I think they just let him go with it on a lot of the songs. You know where uh, You know where they filmed it? Uh, it was a studio. Yep, Columbia Pictures lot. And the address um, of <laughs> the, the house where the boys lived was 1334 North Beachwood Drive. And the real-life location of that address, it was right in the middle of Columbia Pictures' studio lot and was used by their fan club for correspondence. To this day. 
I guess. I don't know. I guess they still have a fan club. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's monkeys.com. <laughs> you can go there and get all kinds of cool information. Monkey stuff. Monkey stuff. Quit monkeying around. What the heck? These monkeys, it's, it's, it's a monkey stuff. Um, oh, here was something that I didn't know. You know, back in the day, 50s, 60s, laugh tracks uh-huh. were huge, even into the 70s. I mean, there wasn't a sitcom out there. Literally, there wasn't a sitcom out there at the time that didn't have a laugh track. Until? And Mid- uh, midway through season two, the monkeys themselves, the guys, insisted that they drop the laugh track, and it became the first sitcom in the history of television not to have a laugh track at that point and set the precedent decades later for no laugh track trends followed by shows like Arrested Development, Community, and Scrubs. Hmm. Laugh tracks drive me crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're also... It's the same laugh every, yeah. every, every joke. Yeah, I like the ones that are filmed before an audience, so you get yeah. the real... Yeah. Every once in a while you'll hear somebody laughing that you know is not, yeah. you know, a plant or... or, or, or yeah. They had a lot of songs that I don't remember. Like this one here, a little bit of... A little bit me, a little bit you. You remember this song? Uh-huh. I remember all their songs. What? All of them, really? I think so. Let me see if I can dig one up that you, you don't remember. It can uh, happen. Dig, it can up, happen. S- dig up Stepping Stone. Oh, yeah. That's all I got it right here. Hang on. Give me. Give now, here, right here's another tie to the 70s, since we are the 70s Buzz podcast. They found unlikely fans among musicians of the punk rock period during the mid-70s. So some of those punk rock performers were watching the monkeys as they were growing up, just like you and I watching the TV reruns. Yeah. And they all became anti-industry, anti-establishment punk rockers like the Sex Pistols oh, yeah. and Minor Threat. And they both recorded versions of I'm Not Your Stepping Stone. And they often play, um, it was often played live by a punk band called Toy Love. Can you see all the flashing lights and the different angles of the camera? And oh yeah, they called them. Uh, they called them. Uh, what are those? Those short burst burst shots or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. They had some funky. It was a funky show. It wasn't your grandma's show. It wasn't? No. Uh, again, in the 70s, there was a Japanese new wave pop group called The Plastics. Do you remember The Plastics, right? I know. They recorded a synthesizer and drum machine version of Last Train to Clarksville for their 1979 album, Welcome Back. So um, so the monkeys kind of were part of the whole punk rock crowd, whether uh-huh. they knew it or not. Probably not. Uh, they did... Uh what was the name of the band? The Plastics? Yeah. It was a Japanese band. We probably, there's probably nothing. I, it might be hard to find something on them. Uh, I'm sure they weren't South African? No. Oh, found them. Hang on. Found them. Found them. 
Uh, did you know that Davy Jones, you know what Davy Jones and Michael Nesmith had in common? Same birthday. They three, did. Three years apart. December 30th, three years apart. Which is also my sister's birthday. Happy birthday. Now, isn't that funny that in our band, we had a garage band? Oh, yeah. Back in the late, late 70s? Yeah, yeah. Our yeah. bassist and yeah. our guitar, lead guitarist had the same birthday, July, July 5th. 5th. Yeah, sure did. Staten and Allen. So, hey, hey Staten. Hey, Allen. Why, why, why weren't we the, the monkeys? <laughs> Well, I always hated our name. I wish we'd have had a cool name that I. Reality was a cool no, name. No, I hated it. Well, but see, we didn't start out reality. Oh no, no, we got rid of that Racinante thing real Rocinante, quick. yeah, that was awful, awful, <laughs> just totally awful. <coughs> what was the What was the name of the the band that they uh, the name of the song the Plastics we did? Uh, well, it was uh, Last Train to Clarksville, but you've already. Oh, is this their version? I don't think so. I mean, well, it might be. What? No, that's not it. Probably not. <laughs> Let me do a little bit more digging. It could be. I mean, I don't. Who knows? I don't know. Doesn't uh, sound familiar. But um, so yeah. So I just remember. I remember it being as campy as the old Batman series, you know? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. That's what I would compare Kapow. it to. Yeah. So we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had yeah. a lot of those type of scenes. Um, just from start to finish, very little seriousness in any episode. Here it is, apparently. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm liking it. I may put this on my playlist. There you go. Are they going to sing? I don't know. These are Japanese folks here, people. They sound a little uh, Devo-ish. Yeah, they're new, new wave pop in the late 70s. How funny. Now, here's, here's a question. It's kind of cool, actually. I watched a, a, a talent show the other night where I think it was a, a guy from China... Yeah. Sang a country song, and I think it was. Um, <laughs> what are you pointing that thing? <laughs> I think it was um, ah, George Strait, oh, yeah. and sounded just like him. This really low Western voice, and just sang the song. Just and the dude couldn't speak a word of English, but he sang English. He said, and the and the 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 judges, like whatever that new darn show is, and they said. They said he couldn't even answer their questions. They had an interpreter, and they said, "Ask him if he understands what he's singing." And he was like, "No, no, <laughs> had no idea, had no idea what he was even saying. He just knew how to mimic the song and sing it." So I'm wondering if the, these this Japanese group. Oh sure, I mean, I wonder if they knew. I, I guess by surely. Well, I don't. I mean, this Chinese guy had no idea what how to even talking. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> You can't speak English, but you can sing English. You That's know how sometimes there's a, a Spanish song or or part of a song, like yeah. a stick song that has ori mari gato. Oh, yeah. Domo arigato. I don't know what the hell they're, you know. We, we sing it, but we don't know what we're saying half Domo the time. Arigato, Domo arigato is uh, thank you very much. I just knew that because I used to yeah, take kickboxing and we learned. But see, some people may not know. So anyway, well, you should, interesting fact there. Everyone should be a little bilingual. Bilingual. You remember this one? I don't know yet. I wanna be free like the bluebird. 
So this almost sounds like uh, John Denver, a John Denver song. It's called I Want to Be Free. Maybe I don't remember this one. I knew I'd find one you didn't remember. This, uh, that's Davy, right? That's Davy singing, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I got. I, I got it. I got to admit, I think uh, Mickey's a better singer. Yeah, Davy was just cute, just cute little, cute little bugger. He was the front man, the tambourine man. It, you know, in the seventies, if you played the tambourine, it usually meant you were the least talented in the band. <laughs> Remember the, the Mandrell sisters. Yeah, and then oh. I, I think even maybe the the Hudson brothers. Did they have a brother that wasn't quite <laughs> as talented? That maybe, and then in the Partridge family. Well, she was a little girl. I know, but I'm just telling you. If you're you, so mean, if to... you if you play the tambourine in your band, here uh, play the tambourine because yeah. everybody can play the tambourine here. So so had Mike Stearman ever really joined our band, he would have instead of playing the broom like he did, he would have been the tambourine man. Did we even have a tambourine? I don't think we had oh, a tambourine. Oh no, no, we ne- we had a um, more cowbell, <laughs> more 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 cowbell. <laughs> Sort of, yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I think I think that's our episode. Uh, unless you have some other uh, da, 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 other da, da. other memories over there. Mm. I mean, I do remember um, watching cartoons, and it seems like the monkeys came on maybe a little later in the morning or afternoon, and watching Dean Jeffries. That's what the guy who Dean who, Jeffries who, who did the car originally. Uh, yeah, no, I was, uh, yeah, it seems like I remember watching them after school, but. See, that's what I kind of thought too, but I don't know. Maybe, 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 well, no, it said that was Saturday mornings as well. So I don't know. Um, according to the stuff that I found, everything was Saturday morning. And they were all, they were on all three networks, you know, one right after the other. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there was a period in there where they showed up after school. I'm kind of like you. Had you asked me. And had I not researched it, I would have said it was just one of those shows that we watched after school that was yeah. reruns like Gilligan's Island. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't remember watching them, but that's that's what they say. Said it was that's on Saturday say. morning. You guys let us know what you remember about the monkeys. Uh, we are down to Mickey Dolans and Michael Nesmith. Uh, I don't know. You know, Michael's got his own band, so I know that... What's that? Which one's that? uh, I can't remember what the latest name of his is. Um, Now, he toured with them for a little while, but, you know, he always goes back out on his own. And so I think they had been touring with uh, Mickey and Peter, and I think they actually had some dates coming up, which obviously have been canceled. So I don't know if that means that's the end of of the Monkees ever touring. I I don't think... I would hate to say... That it, you know, you'd want to go see just Mickey as the monkeys by himself. But if Mickey and Mike could tour together, that would probably be a pretty popular tour. Yeah. If you could get those two to, to do at least like one last tour before. Just one last tour, guys. Before we call it quits for the monkeys. You know, we got a lot of bands that are quitting. I mean, like uh, Kiss is doing their. Another farewell tour. Well, you can't ever go by their farewell because how many times have the Rolling Stones had a farewell tour? I mean, I, I, I don't you know. know, I don't know. I'd, I'd kind of like to go see Kiss again because I saw him in '76. Oh, yeah, no, Kiss would be now and '96. I wish, I wish Ace Freely would get back with him. Um, I think I don't. Oh, Peter Chris. Yeah, yeah. Ace, Ace did get back with him. Peter's not back with him. Is it? Yeah. Huh. 
Yeah, they had that wolf guy in there for a while or somebody. That was kind of crazy. And you know, I watched. Uh, now we I, we haven't done an episode on Kiss yet. No. And I watched a documentary. I got I got down the YouTube rabbit hole the <laughs> other night, and watched a whole show on on Kiss and the, there. So we'll be doing a Kiss episode here yeah. in, in a couple months or yeah or something. Yeah, because I, I remember that was the first concert I went to with the I went with the Mankins, and we rode in the Vista Cruiser. Uh, to the Lloyd Noble Center there in Norman and saw him, and I was like, "Wow!" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "I was like, wow!" And yeah, we, I think that's what people want to hear on our episodes is those <laughs> those memories of. Yeah, we spent the night in the Holodome. Well, don't tell everybody everything yet. We'll do it on that episode. Do, do you have you ever? I, I never made it to a monkey's. Um, you know the, these reunion tours, oh, no. and I've never. I don't think they even really came to our area here in Oklahoma that I even had an opportunity. They may have. They probably didn't tour real heavy. I mean, they're getting old. Well, I know, but I, I think they were on a tour. I just don't know if they ever came. I, it seems like I probably would have tried to sneak away and maybe see them. I I definitely would have gone to see them had they all four been. Oh yeah. You know the Beach Boys are coming to Enid again, yeah. but they're missing. Um, uh, the lead guy, you know, he's off with his version of the Beach Boys. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so there's really two Beach Boys kind of things oh. touring. Oh. so anyway, right. which ones? Which ones coming here? The one, the one with um, the white haired guy, uh, not one of the brothers. Um, ah, my memory, you got. I know you're screaming. Quit screaming at your device. Um, Oh, I took all kinds of pictures of him last time he was here. Why can't I think of his name? Um, anyway, you guys know. You're screaming. You know. Brian? Nah. Well, Brian, yeah. Brian Wilson is with the other group that's not coming. Okay. But then the non-brother with the white hair yeah. is the one coming with his version of the group. And, like, one of the almost original guitarists is still with him. So, Good enough. So it's really almost and, – and he wasn't, like, an original original member – this guitarist, but he was like an almost original. So it's, it's like, I think they have more original members than oh, oh. Brian Wilson's. Is it Brian? Brian Wilson. What was his brother's name? Chuck. So people are screaming. <laughs> I know people are screaming. Brian and David. I know all these names, people, if we weren't on, if we, <laughs> if I hadn't asked anyway. Okay. We're off subject anyway. So you can't, you can't scold us because that wasn't even part of this episode. Yeah. Leave, leave us alone. Yeah. Hey, we're going to get out of here. Don't forget to go to iTunes. Please leave us a review. I know you're going to give us a three because we can't remember anybody's name, but that's okay. We'll take your review. Anyway, go to bcmerc.com. That would be bottlecapsmercantile.com. Please buy one of our 70s Buzz T-shirts. Send us mail, buzz at buzzheadmedia.com. If you would like to advertise on the show, we would love to have you. If you want to email us, send us that email. We will mention your name on the air. And please take a picture of yourself in your shirt. Send us a photo or tag us. And we will talk about you as well. We'll make you famous. We're going to make you famous. Yeah. We're going to get out of here. We have no idea what we're going to be talking about next week, but it'll be something. Cheerator. See ya. Something. <laughs>